0: Hi there, guys, and welcome to today's live stream. We're going to be talking all about why vitamin D is really, really important, how you can get it, and also how it relates to you if you're going through rehab for your back pain. Um, there's some interesting connections there, so we'll be talking about those towards the back end of today's live stream. And then at the end, we're going to have our usual Q&A. As always, we've got Lara on the other side of the camera, so she's going to be taking down your questions. So If you've got any, post those in the comments as we're going through today's live stream. And if you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. We do these live streams every single weekday. We always do Q&A at the end of the live streams as well, just as our way to try and help you guys answer any questions you've got related to your back, your back pain, your neck pain, your sciatica, or other topics that we can help you guys with. So with that being said, let's get into today's live stream on vitamin D. So hi there guys, um, we're going to be talking about vitamin D as I mentioned in the intro today, uh, a little bit of a schedule on the board today here. So we're going to cover quite a few areas here. Some of it might get a little bit, a little bit detailed, um, but by the end, we're going to tie it all together and how it relates to you, especially if you're suffering with back pain, uh, some very important things along the way that many of you guys will probably pick up on anyway. As uh, so we've got the schedule on the side over here, we're gonna talk about where do you get your vitamin D from, what stops you getting enough, which is very interesting. Uh, tips on how you guys can get more. Uh, What exactly is vitamin D doing or responsible for in your body? Why is that relevant? And then thinking of that in the context of anyone with back pain, as many of you guys who watch us will be a part of our Back in Shape membership program. So this is a really important one for there you may not initially think of with regards to to sort of vitamin D and back pain. So uh, very, very important. If we kick things off with um, where do you get it? So vitamin D really comes in three sources or from three sources. Uh, and the, the the first one I will cover is food, which is, there's not it's not that abundant, and a lot of people in in their diet, um, especially looking at the research, tend to not get that much in the way of dietary vitamin D, um, just because it's synth- in foods like fish, etc. We just don't consume enough of it on a daily basis. The next big one is going to be supplementation, and supplementing D three uh, in particular. Uh, So that's just your standard over-the-counter supplementation. And then the last one is sunlight. And the really interesting thing about sunlight is we use, obviously, as many of you guys will know, a class four laser therapy in the clinic for healing and those sorts of things in patients with lower back pain. And the modality, the way in which that works is a photochemical reaction. It's basically certain wavelengths of light hit certain parts of your cells, and that causes a chain of reactions that produces a certain outcome, production ATP, et cetera, which is really interesting for healing. But vitamin D is very, very similar. The mechanisms are more or less the same. Certain wavelengths of light, UVB light, hit your cells and that triggers a chain of reactions which the result is a production of vitamin D3. Now that D3 then goes into circulation and it's then either stored in fat or kept in circulation for usage and then it goes over to your kidneys and your liver and there it is transformed or changed into its active uh, form and then it does all the things that it does, which I'll get into later on in today's live stream. But that's really important, knowing that actually, yes, we get it from sunlight, but it needs to be changed in our body through our kidneys and liver. So we've got to keep those tissues, those organs healthy. Through, you know, through other general health practices, not having too much alcohol, drinking plenty of water each day, those sorts of things. So, little important side note that we can get enough vitamin D from a supplement standpoint, or from a sunlight standpoint, or from a diet standpoint, but we need to have healthy organs to use it properly. So very, very important, especially when we get into the, the, um, the, the things that vitamin D infl- influences in our body. Many of you will know some of them. Most of you may not be aware of all of them, which is really, really interesting. Now, what stops you getting vitamin D? I thought I'd cover this very briefly. There's a few areas or a few things that can influence your absorption of vitamin D. So if we're taking supplemental vitamin D, then we want to be getting it with um, fatty oils. It's a fat-soluble vitamin. And this is quite interesting. It means that as the vitamin D, if we're taking it from a supplement standpoint, as it comes into our gut, it needs to go through, be kind of absorbed with fat and it gets stored as fat in the body. So taking things like a fish oil, so say if you have a vitamin D supplement, taking that with your omega-3s or your fish oil capsules could arguably be a little bit better for you. It means you're more easily going to absorb that. If we've got any gut issues, inflammatory bowel issues, those sorts of things, those arguably, again, could have a negative impact on the ability of our body to absorb vitamin D, so that's, an, that's an important to be aware of. And therefore, maybe the sun aspect is going to be um, a little bit more important for you, if you're watching this. Maybe you've got some inflammatory bowel conditions, so you're not going to absorb, even with so good supplementation, you're not gonna absorb it as well. Now there are, I'm getting way off on a tangent here, but there are certain supplements um, that you can take, which are liposomal. And those essentially get absorbed through the mucous membrane in your mouth. So there is that um, additional option if you do have those issues to make sure you are getting enough vitamin D, but that's we won't get into that too much. Two other ones that I did really want to mention though would be the presence or the taking of corticosteroids. So corticosteroids are used to treat certain conditions and those do negatively impact your uptake of vitamin D. So if you are taking those long-term, you want to consider whether you're getting enough sunlight whether you're supplementing enough vitamin D and maybe monitor those things because it is so important in the the medium and long term that you are getting enough vitamin D and the corticosteroids can influence that. The other set of uh, medications that can do is going to be cholesterol controlling medications. Those that control cholesterol can also reduce the uptake and and, uh, levels of vitamin D inside your body. So again, if you're taking these things, you're going to need to consider and and if you're under the supervision of your doctor, then you want to have this discussion with them. They should be open to it. Uh, there's no reason they shouldn't say, look, is this, is this particular um, statin perhaps that I'm on going to negatively influence the uptake of my vitamin D? If so, you know, how much vitamin D would you suggest I take? Or would it be possible for me to get a blood test um, to actually look at my vitamin D levels to just make sure they're okay? Now, on the topic of blood testing vitamin D, Vitamin D blood tests show that a lot of us are actually deficient. Um, I know that in the US, there was some data that showed that up to 70% of the US population was deficient in vitamin D, and that is an issue. Not talking about severely deficient, but they don't have the appropriate levels, so something worth bearing in mind. And when it comes to evaluating the blood levels of vitamin D, there does seem to be a little bit of... um, The measurements that they use are okay, but if we have high fat content, for example, we may not get the right readings in terms of if we've got carrying a little bit of excess fat, we may have too much stored and not enough in circulation. So there's all these other factors that we do want to consider. So losing a bit of body fat will be helpful in maintaining your vitamin D levels. It just means that it's less likely to be just shunted straight into that storage and it's more likely arguably to get used. So those are sort of covering what what sort of stops you getting enough We mentioned briefly those tips to get more. So taking your vitamin D uh, with a fish oil capsule. When we come over to the sun, uh, sun route. So getting some exposure from sunlight. One of the interesting things is that if we are indoors in a conservatory, or if we're using any sun protection factor greater than eight or fifteen, there are a few variations. Then it's going to block those UVB rays. They don't pass through the glass, and they don't, and they get blocked by those sun protection. So you're not actually going to be getting your vitamin D uh, from that source, if you're, te- if you're using strong factor protecting uh, sun. Now, the thing with the research there is that it's often saying that a lot of people don't use sunscreen properly, so they leave areas exposed, so it's a negligible effect. But also, we definitely don't want you guys doing any sort of silliness with regards to too much exposure to the sunlight. Want to be mindful of obviously you do want to protect your skins getting skin problems is definitely not something that we want you guys to be getting but considering maybe getting a little bit more sunlight earlier in the morning or later in the day or even when there's cloud cover although it reduces the amount of sunlight getting through or the right sort of rays getting through by 50 percent, you're less likely to burn in those scenarios so more likely to maybe get effective levels uh, of stimulation for that vitamin d without running the risk of too much severe exposure so don't go out on a day like today where it's gonna be 31, 32 degrees around the country and go, I've gotta get my vitamin D at midday when it's said its hottest because that would be, uh, I really wouldn't want any of you guys to do that because that would be unhelpful. Enjoy the sunshine by all means, but uh, please don't, don't do that, that would be not very good. Now, what I wanted to get into now was what does vitamin D do in your body? And if you guys have any questions here, then please do post them in. The first most important thing commonly known is its effect on bones. So many, many people, as they get a little bit older, especially ladies, and we're talking about osteoporosis or osteopenia, you're going to be getting things like calcium supplements, etc. If you don't have appropriate levels of vitamin D, vitamin D regulates or controls our ability to absorb, take up calcium. So If we're not taking vitamin D with those things, we really have an issue because we're taking a supplement that is arguably just going to go straight through us. Common ones like these are things called Calcitude which is one that people will get recommended by the GPs commonly take this calcium tube, around about 300 or 400, I believe, uh, milligrams of calcium. Uh, per capsule. I think that one actually has some vitamin D in it, but we want to make sure our levels are appropriate so we're able to actually absorb and utilize that calcium, especially if we're in a risk group like uh, being osteoporotic or osteopenic, especially if you're osteopenic because you haven't already gone there. So we want to keep what we have in terms of bone density. Now, vitamin D also regulates the breakdown and the remodeling of bone. And this is where getting into things like back pain starts to become really, really relevant. If we, we want strong bones, doing physical exercise like in our phase two and phase three exercises start to put stress through the joints and if you, i think did we do a, a, a live stream on osteoporosis uh, if didn't do it, or, or, like, yeah, or bone density a we did we did a bone yeah. density guys on uh, a bone density we did a video on bone density and talking about that and one of the really interesting things is no matter what your age doing loading activity through the joints uh, it, it encourages your body to lay down more bone increase the bone density it doesn't matter whether you're your are your, uh, postmenopausal or not it helps so if we have got appropriate levels of vitamin d we're going to help that process of breaking down old bone and rebuilding new stronger bone uh, on a daily basis so that's really really important especially many of you that are doing those physical exercises in what we call the phase two and phase three uh, parts of the backing shape program this is really really important the second thing which carries on from there and i've got it on the whiteboard behind me these are just some of the roles of the Um, functions in our body that vitamin D has a control over and they're quite wide-reaching. Vitamin D actually affects, I think it was 5% when it's converted to its hormone. So compared to vitamin C, vitamin C is just an antioxidant. You take it, it does its job and that's it. Vitamin D gets converted into a hormone in the liver and the kidneys as we mentioned earlier and that has influences over around about five percent of the genome expression of a human being so it has a massive impact which is why deficiencies can have such wide-reaching effects and you'll see a lot of a lot of articles online and this and that and the other that come out about vitamin d saying it seems to help everything well it's not necessarily that it fixes everything but it has influences over many different things and it's obviously a small part of those things in many cases, but it's a part nonetheless. And therefore, if, we, if we've got vitamin D uh, in adequate levels, we're going to ensure that those processes, or at least guard against those processes being problematic. So some of those are gonna be cell growth, cell proliferation and apoptosis first and foremost. Now apoptosis, and we're thinking about you with back pain now, maybe you've got an injury there. Apoptosis is the breaking down of dysfunctional, bad cells that are not working quite quite well sometimes these are referred to as zombie cells they're broken damaged maybe in that area of your lower back where the discs have been injured or some other tissues have been injured and this is the process of white blood cells going into that area breaking down that material recycling it and then using that in the body to produce healthy cells apoptosis is a very very important process and vitamin d has an effect on that cell proliferation is obviously the growth of new cells and those two kind of go hand in hand but where do we need to grow new cells when we're healing? Healing is the process of getting rid of the debris, getting rid of the waste products, getting rid of the dead cells, apoptosis, and then it's the process of rebuilding those healthy cells, The process of cell proliferation and cell growth. Very, very important there. We've also got muscle function. Many of you guys will start to do rehabilitation exercises that involve using the muscles on a daily basis. We're strengthening them, we're lengthening them. The appropriate function of that has, uh, vitamin D has some influence over. And then we've got the immune function. You guys might've seen with what's going on uh, over the last couple of months, you know, talking about immune function and the importance of immune function, vitamin D has influences over the immune function and can uh, influence the effective running of the immune function. So that's something really worth bearing in mind given current given current uh, current events. It also helps reducing inflammation, has roles in reju- with the reduction of inflammation. So many of you guys with severe back pain or, uh, you know, recurrent back issues where that inflammation is just constantly there all the time maybe it's building up overnight and you're waking up in the morning having the appropriate levels of vitamin d is going to help work towards reducing that inflammation and that's not to say it's going to fix everything but if we're working on that if we're doing our icing if we're doing our correct exercise if we're doing our correct stretching if we've stopped doing all those bad things that hurt our back on a daily basis that we weren't aware of before and we start protecting it all of these things start to work together and if we get enough good things that influence the back and help it recover, vitamin D being maybe one of those, then we're going to really start to, to, to compound that momentum and start to make some real improvement. And then, well, that's pretty much it. I've covered all of those there. So those, are, those, but those are vital vital roles in everything. Going back to your kidneys and your liver, those cells are turning over every single day. The process of apoptosis is the process of cell proliferation is happening. You are not the same person you were a week ago five weeks ago, five years ago, because your body is constantly breaking down all these tissues, getting rid of defunct bad, bad cells, bad tissue structures, and rebuilding those effectively. It obviously takes place a lot in the bone with reference to vitamin D, which is the one it's most known for, but it also happens in other areas. And that process of apoptosis and cell proliferation is the process of breakdown and regeneration, building something new out of what was there and in many cases, people that need to go through the necessary rehab for their back pain need to break down what was there, the bad stuff, and rebuild something new. So it's really, really an important role, um, or, or vitamin D has an important number of roles in our body and it's something that we really want to pay attention to in terms of in terms of um, looking at our levels and making sure we're supplementing adequately, um, especially if we're not getting enough sunlight. There is certain research talking about certain lat- uh, longitudes and latitudes in terms of how far north you go you will get less vitamin D. The content of melanin in your skin, so how dark your skin is, will also block certain levels of vitamin D. If you think if you're in the in the African continent or Southern Europe, you're gonna get a lot of sunlight. Well, you don't want your skin to burn, so you wanna block a little bit of that. We only need about 15 to 30 minutes a day for adequate exposure. So we don't need all day, but if the sun's beating down on you all day at very high intensity, we need to have more melanin to protect our skin from that, from that from that intensity of sun when we go up north and there's not that level of skin of, of, of sunlight on a daily basis that melanin can sometimes become problematic it means that we don't actually the sun's not strong enough to overwhelm that that, that that melanin block and allow us to produce adequate vitamin d so we want to think about that if we're from the african continent if we're from hotter climates southern europe like southern italy etc we want to consider if we're living in the uk especially up north you really want to consider the role of vitamin d supplementation because chances are you're not necessarily going to be getting the right levels. Best way, if you're concerned about this, is go and get a blood test. It's, it's maybe a bit more difficult to do right now, but supplementing a little bit won't be too harmful. Now, I just want to cover the actual um, RDAs very briefly. The general RDAs seem to be around about 600 IU's. Um, it, there's there's a bit of conflicting research, but most of the research tends to say somewhere between 6,000 and 10,000 IU's, which will be on the back of all vitamin D. Uh, Do you want to just go and grab the vitamin D? I'll just show you the guys. Um, We just get something from Holland and Barrett. It does the job. Um, The one we usually take, we import. is liposome, which I mentioned earlier. We usually import that from the US. It's very, very good quality. But at current times, you can't do it. So you've got to make do with what you can get. So on the back of the vitamin D here, I don't know if you guys can see that. Let's try and get it on there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me focus this. Oh, yeah, got it. Yeah. Ah, there we are. So you see, it says IUs use just by my finger. Okay, this is at one thousand IU's. So generally speaking, we're going to be uh, we're going to be looking at sort of somewhere. But the RDA's are about six hundred. So Most supplementations are about a thousand IU's. So you might take one of those a day. Um, taking up to three or four thousand IU seems to be pretty much okay. Obviously, if you're going to going to sort of look into this in a little bit more detail, do your own research. Personally, I take 3,000 IUs a day. Um, that's just me, uh, but it's safe up to around about uh, sort of 4,000, I think was most of what the research was saying. Um, it's still arguably safe. You don't really hit toxic dosages until you get to around about 10,000 IUs, which is quite a lot. But there's other research that suggests temporary dosages there can be helpful for certain conditions. So I don't want to bore you guys with too much, too much of that data because it's going to start to make your numbers are going to boggle in your head. But just get one of these supplements, follow the instructions on the tin, and if you're interested in doing a little bit more, then do a little bit more research or ask some questions in the comments below, and we can we can sort of maybe do a little bit of research for your circumstances and talk a little bit more about that in the future. So that's pretty much it for today's live stream. I'll just kind of re- recap sort of more or less everything um just very very quickly, just so we can get to uh, get over into the Q and A. Um, fundamentally, we get the the vitamin D from three three sources. It's going to be the sun primarily, supplementation, and then uh, the diet i, I just want to quickly touch on the fact that people will say and they say all the time oh well you shouldn't supplement you shouldn't take vitamins and minerals because you get it from your diet that's fine but do you the reality is a lot of people can but they don't so that argument is quite often given when you go to gp surgery or, or other people will say that they say oh well you can get it from your diet that is a fine example but the majority of people don't get it from their diet so let's not be silly and and and, and, and it really does bother me that because the reality is people don't and therefore supplementation is a good way to do it. So we've got the supplementation, the sun, it's converted in the liver and kidneys. So we've got to keep those guys healthy. It's responsible for the bones, the absorption of uh, calcium, the remodeling of those bones to make sure they get stronger and keep them as strong as they can be. It's responsible for a number of other functions, including muscle, uh, immune, inflammation, Reproduction of those cells and the breakdown of damaged cells regulating uh, that process called apoptosis. So, to keep us nice and healthy and prevent too many rogue or renegade cells, it's quite good if you can absorb it with fats. So, if you can take an omega 3 with your vitamin D, you're going to help the fat absorption. And that when your body is manufacturing it, it's manufacturing the inactive form, it then gets taken, much like the supplement, which is the inactive form, it then gets taken to our kidney and livers to be converted. If you're taking things like uh, um, corticosteroids or uh, cholesterol med- controlling medication, then those can have an impact over the vitamin D absorption. So the amount you absorb and the amount you manufacture. So it's worth having the discussion with your GP if it's necessary or if it's appropriate. This might be more difficult as with at the time we're shooting this video. But it might be worth having a discussion with them over the need or the, the recommendation or their consideration of supplementing vitamin D. But again, do your own research and you can figure out um, whether or not it's going to be for you. Uh, that, that's that's quite important. And with that being said, we're going to q a Okay, awesome,
1: great. Um, uh, Kate left a really interesting comment here. Yep. She said that when she was in Australia, she visited an MS center where a professor was doing a research paper um, um, on why people in hot climates had low levels of vitamin D. <laughs> uh, he said that although uh, although we don't get enough, um, people are not able to synthesize vitamin D. The body cannot store it. And she just said this is backing up what you're saying about having to take it with fats. Etc. and doctors never tell you this I so thank
0: you. Well, the other thing as well is a lot of people get, get taught, you know, obviously the the threat of skin cancer is actually, you know, a serious one. Um, it does damage a lot of people and it, it you know, it's, it's cancer, so we don't want that. Um, but, but arguably, if we haven't got vitamin D, and cancer is, is, is essentially when apoptosis is left unchecked or is not working because we don't break down. The reality is we all get cancer every single day or a form of cancer. Um, and our body breaks down those cells, catch them quickly, but when that apoptosis process isn't, um working effectively things can get out of check it's more complicated than that but that's one one very 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 small factor to, to be involved and if you're talking about it in 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 australia good practice is using sunscreen well i didn't actually know this until doing the research for today's live stream yeah. that sunscreen blocked the absorption i didn't also know that it doesn't go through windows yes you know so, so you're sitting in your lovely conservatory enjoying the sunshine thinking i'm getting my vitamin d and you're not yeah. So I didn't know that before this video, so um, very, very interesting. And if you're diligent with your sunscreen, you know, um, it's not, it's not going to be absorbing. You're not going to be getting that photochemical reaction to produce the vitamin D. Yeah,
1: but as you say, you need about 15 minutes, 20 minutes. 15 to 30, 15 to 30. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, okay, Veronica said great information. Thank you. Karen has asked, um, are there any supplements that you, re- you would recommend to anyone struggling with back pain that might also help with healing?
0: Interesting. Um, oh, wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be
1: something like. Uh, like I mean, so, so, or... so no.
0: So the general thing that I recommend to a lot of a lot of guys, and and I know uh, I've spoken to this about to to a few of the guys in the Back in Shape membership site is protein. We're yeah. trying to rebuild. We're trying to rebuild. We're trying to build up some muscle mass, and a lot of people don't have that muscular control. And, and many of you guys will know that phase two and phase three is about rebuilding our muscular system. If we don't have enough protein we don't have enough bricks to build the uh the, the extra muscle tissue so i really do think protein is although it's not really a supplement it's more of a nutritional it, it's just getting extra food on board um, a lot of people when i ask them to go and actually evaluate your protein intake and we're getting a bit off the topic here we did a video on, on on protein a little while ago they really are often short and that's just a basic there's no arguing if you don't have if you're not if you don't take enough bricks build the house you're not going to build the house and the same thing with protein if you don't have enough protein to build the muscle and maintain the muscle then you're not going to have enough muscle so we need to we need to work on that that's probably the biggest one i think for me and then obviously you know any multivitamin will do the job really you don't need to be quite as ocd we, we have we have you know our vitamin d3 we've got our magnesium we've got our calcium we've got our selenium and all those things to make sure that we're on, on top form um but you don't necessarily have to do that you could just take a a, a good quality multivitamin that would do the job,
1: yeah, brilliant. Uh, Kim has said, I've been eating satsumas and clementines, also parsley, half a cupful, and cucumber. Um, also has so many benefits uh, worth looking into, also helps with losing weight. I've definitely heard that parsley's got a lot of health
0: benefits. Awesome, yeah, um, a lot yeah. of these herbs are, they just people, yeah, it, it's, it's just and that that takes it back to the um, to, to the the diet, you know, there are so many really good herbs and spices and, and foods and fruits that, that contain some of these nutrients in really really high quantities yeah the, the the problem is that the food so if you took say a handful of parsley unless you've grown it in your garden and you took it from 1950s the two will not be the same in terms of quality of nutrients you're seeing this a lot in particular with magnesium levels magnesium is really really important and we're getting a bit off topic here magnesium is in the soil and it's it's, it's pushed up and we get it from uh, dark green vegetables and and things and the soil that our food is now grown in is nowhere near as nutritious as it was because we have to produce so much of it at scale. You don't get, allow the earth to actually rejuvenate itself. We don't dig back in the soil. Um, and, and that is a real problem um, because the, the, the food that we think we're getting is not as nutritious as it used to be. Uh, so, you know, there's all these things that come into play that, that we really need to consider. But, you know, being diligent and taking time to get this variety is really, really important. Some people can't. So just go down the supplement route.
1: Speaking of magnesium, just because we've done quite a few uh, videos talking about back pain and yeah. sleeping, such an important one for magnesium is improving awesome. the quality of your sleep. Yeah,
0: quality of your sleep. Um, if you're if you're stressed, if you're physically active, you're gonna burn through magnesium a lot faster. It's kind of like credits in a machine. You 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 once you once you use them up, they, they don't get restored. Um so if you're stressed, which many people are right now, mm-hmm. if you're if you're um physically stressing yourself out or emotionally chemically stressing yourself out a lot of people are very low in magnesium and there's some really interesting stuff by some cardiac guys uh, uh, cardiac surgeons uh, and cardiologists talking about the real benefits of just getting your magnesium levels normal and also obviously it has a real good impact on sleep um taking it taking it before you go to bed 30 minutes or so uh can really really help
1: yeah um linda has uh written a comment here she said she's taking part in a survey which is doing research to find out the effects of vitamin D on COVID. Um, very interesting. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't want to get into this too much because you know how how you get pinged how that's on yeah you get pinged on YouTube. Um, <laughs> you but I it. did read something very interesting about some research papers, and it was talking about it was about ninety five to ninety. This is the US, by the way. Ninety five to ninety eight percent of people in the ICUs, that's people on ventilators, um, were deficient in vitamin D. And only four percent of those hospitalized with that um, issue, shall we say, uh, only four percent of those hospitalized—not on ventilators, but just hospitalized—had normal levels of vitamin D. So there's definitely something there with that, and that might be why you've. This was this was. I I heard about this particular research maybe six to six weeks ago, two months ago. Um, So that might be why, Linda, that they're looking into it a little bit more. Um, so really, really interesting stuff. Yeah, but it, keep us it, there's definitely something there. Day. Yeah, keep us updated. That'd be really interesting.
1: Okay, brilliant. I think that's all of the uh, comments for today. I thought that was a really interesting topic. I them Thanks. Yeah, no,
0: I, I was actually really shocked about the um, the sunscreen. Yeah, just factors factor eight or factor fifteen um blocking that photochemical reaction in your body and then the the glass you know you're there thinking you're in a in a um in your conservatory enjoying yourself not that we have a conservatory here but thinking about many of you guys that do (laughs) or might (laughs) um and you just don't realize these things so um Very, very interesting. So anyway, we'll wrap that up for today, guys. Hopefully you found it uh, really helpful, interesting. It was good fun to do this on a little bit of a different topic and it did have a little tie-in to that lower back pain. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. If you did, please do consider sharing it, uh, sharing this video if you're watching on Facebook uh, or on YouTube, you can share the link. Uh, And again, if you find our live streams helpful, please do consider subscribing. Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. We go live every single weekday. We always do Q and A. Help you guys as much as we can and we really appreciate you guys getting involved in the comments it makes them more interesting for us hopefully more interesting for you and i really would hope more interest more useful for everybody watching so thanks again have a great afternoon enjoy the sunshine did you have a
1: yes yeah, so tomorrow the topic is is all about back pain so please do bring your back pain questions yeah, so,
0: okay awesome
1: and then friday was the tbc topic we decided to do diabetes so yeah we're going to be getting
0: diabetes friday morning so yeah. that should be good fun got some some uh some good experience with that as well which uh Uh, which we'll share with you guys so anyway have a great afternoon enjoy the sunshine make sure you put on that sun factor as we discussed Uh, we don't need to be getting our vitamin d in the middle of today because it's going to be about 31 32 so stay safe and we'll see you guys tomorrow with another live stream